Before I get into today's episode, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people. We acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded and that it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. And finally, I would also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land wherever you listen to this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of Let's Be Candid, the podcast for uni students from uni students. This is your host, Lucy Sorensen, and welcome. I'm so excited to be recording today's episode. I have spent the past, I was going to say hour, but that is such a lie, the past like two days trying to find jingles for the intro, like that little sound you just heard. I'm not super happy with the end result. That is definitely up in the air still. It's actually been driving me insane. We need a better intro jingles on the internet is my rant of the week. Anyways, so that will probably be going. Don't get sold on that. Not super happy, but I will actually go insane if I listen to one more 10 second little jingle. Anyways, so here in the capital of Australia... Canberra, the best city on earth. We are in lockdown. We are in our second week of lockdown currently, which means this is being recorded in my room, not the studio. Big sad reacts for that, but no complaints here. But that's just a little bit of a warning if my sound is a little bit funky. Sorry is what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry, but hopefully it should be fine. So for today's episode, we are talking about new beginnings. I thought this would be a super fitting way to start up the podcast as it's something new and exciting going on, especially for me. And joining me for today's episode is a very good friend of mine, Jess. Jess will be joining via Zoom, of course, and I thought she'd be the perfect guest for today's episode as she's experienced many new beginnings in her life lately. At the start of this year, Jess moved to Canberra from Singapore, moving far away from her parents and her sisters. More recently, Jess experienced another move, as she transferred from a residential college to another just down the road. Although Jess is only in her second semester of uni, she's already experienced her fair share of new beginnings that will have an open and honest chat this episode, delving into uni life as an international student and a transfer resi. So I hope you all really enjoyed today's episode and yeah, let's get into it. Hey Jess. Hey Lucy. (laughs) So before we get into the conversation, I thought we would start with a high and a low from this week, just as a little recap. Yeah. My high of the week was today we were allowed to go and hang out in the lawns with friends, which was nice. A little bit of freedom. It was also really nice and sunny today, so it was really nice doing that. So that's my high of the week. What about you? Uh, My high of the week was, oh, my friend picked me these flowers. Oh, that's so nice. So pretty. 
Um, low, my low was I have a bug infestation in my room. <laughs> there is bugs all through my room. And I Do only noticed the other night. I don't know if it's from my plants because I repotted yeah. my plants this week. I don't know if it's from the soil or it's from my window because they're also... It could be from, like, if you left the light on in your room. Yeah. Like, you know how the bugs are attracted to the light and then you left the window open. It's disgusting. They're everywhere. Mm. So that's my low of the and week. The little bugs? Yeah, gross. Yes. Yeah, so that's definitely my low. What about you? Um, I don't like probably having all my assessments together yeah which is so hard especially yeah. so hard to get work done in your room a hundred percent having it done like like having it due on the same day is really hard yeah definitely I agree so today we want to talk about your moves recently as you have moved over here from Singapore at the start of this year and then mid-year very recently you transferred to another college which is a lot and must have been quite overwhelming and I feel like throughout your life you have moved around a fair bit more than the average person so what's the background little story behind that um so I was born in Japan yeah and then I moved to Hong Kong um and then Hong Kong was probably like the longest I've ever spent in one country. So I was there for eight years and then I moved to Singapore and then for three years I lived there. But then I went to boarding school, so I kind of lived in Singapore but then, like, lived in Sydney as well. And then I moved to Canberra for uni. So why have you moved around so much? Um, well, it was mainly because of my dad's job, which, like, kind of forced us to move. But then I, like, chose to go to Sydney for school because I didn't really like how because in Singapore in Singapore like the schooling system is like you make friends every year and then they leave because they all like are international students so some of them go back to their own country or have to move because of their parents jobs and so I like just wanted to be in like one place for high school so I chose to go well I kind of applied like I called the school because I was just like having a breakdown and I didn't oh my gosh and then I was like I want to like can I like come to your school because we were like already I was going to move to Sydney before moving to Singapore so I already had a spot there right Um, I actually wasn't sure if I had a spot there like still but like I just called them and then they were like oh and then they called my parents were like my parents like oh so you actually want to move wow (laughs) so when you moved to Sydney for school were you the only one in your family in Sydney yeah well I had my um my grandma who was in Sydney but um yeah wow that must have been really hard being that far away from home how old were you when you moved um I think I was like 15 or 16 oh my gosh so you've been basically living on your own overseas since you were 15 yeah kind of that's crazy and what made you want to move to Sydney well I just wanted to get out of Singapore, to be honest. Like, yeah. I didn't really mind when I actually did mind. Like, I, like we would go to Sydney because we had, like, family. Like, my grandma was there, so we'd go to Sydney Yeah. every, like, summer holidays. And so, like, and we, my dad was, like, he went to boarding school as well in Sydney. And it was just, like, he, he like, we knew of that school because we were going to, I was going to move there before. So, probably made me decide. 
And then after school, you moved back to Singapore and had a gap year. Is that right? Yeah, well, I was meant to, um, like, obviously travel and, like, you know, not be stuck in Singapore. But, like, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because I didn't really, like, have much time. So, like, it was nice to actually spend time with my family for a year. Yeah. And then this year you decided to move back to Australia and go to uni at Canberra. Why did you decide to go to ANU? Well, I actually was going to go to Melbourne for the longest time. Oh, so was I. <laughs> <laughs> so random. I feel like everyone. And then on my gap year, I was like doing some research about ANU and like my course, like because I wanted to do development studies and like international relations. And so like obviously it was better to do it at ANU rather than Melbourne. Yeah. And the more I read about ANU, the more I liked it. Yeah, that was the same. I feel like that's quite common. Mm, and cause, like, quite common. Yeah, all the degrees mm. are quite good at um, ANU. So yeah. you're very far away from home then and you have two sisters back home and both your parents in Singapore. Is that really hard being that far away from them? Um, I guess it's hard. Like, obviously it's hard. Like, you know, you, you're not going to say it's not hard, but... I feel like you kind of like find like your own community, like wherever you go, like you're going to have your friends who you can call family and like wherever you go, like there'll be that part of like home, I guess. But also like, it's like, I think it's really important to like call your, like keep in touch with them and like see what they're doing. And like knowing that like when you come back, like they're always going to be there as well. Like Definitely. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Like I feel like even I forget like how, difficult it must be for you and for like other international students because like when we go home in the holidays and see our family and have all of that it's just not really the same and especially because it's quite hard to travel at the moment yeah and it must be like a lot more difficult than people think like do you feel like people sometimes forget yeah how hard it can be yeah it's quite like frustrating like especially I found in like when I was at boarding school because I didn't go back home at all for like when I was in year 12. Yeah. And so it's really hard because everyone would be able to go home, but then like they wouldn't realize that like I wasn't going home. Yeah. But then I guess like, you know, I, I like hate, I don't know, it felt like really weird for me to bring it up because I felt like, like I chose, I made this decision. Like, why am I, you know, sad that I'm homesick? But then I guess it's better to, like, I've realized now that it's so much better to talk about it because we're all away from home. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, like, yeah, it would be hard. really hard. Like, I think even at the moment, because we're in lockdown in Canberra and lots of people have been saying they might not be able to come home for Christmas now because of New South Wales and everything that's going on. And we think, yeah. like, that just is so hard, being away from your family for that long. And then for international students, it's been so long and you guys just don't know when you will next be able to see your family, which must be I so think scary. I the hardest thing, like, not knowing when. Yeah. But... Um, I don't know I feel like I just distract myself like I don't really know how to deal with it I guess like I just distract myself and I'm feeling like it's normal now I guess to be away from home I guess and I think with settling in I think as you said before like having a community like having lots of close friends and having people you can talk about I think can be really helpful yeah that's the most helpful thing I think is that's like the best way to deal with it I would be like talking to your friends who are basically like family to you and like creating those connections, you know, outside of your home. Yeah. Making your own home. Do you also think that people 
on campus and like in where you live, like in your communities, people talk about it enough or is that more with like do you have many friends that are also international students that you talk about this with like do you think it actually is recognized how difficult it is at the moment I don't think so I feel like because there's so many people from Sydney Melbourne um so like it's quite like I guess like obviously they can relate that part of like being away from home but it's not something that we really talk talk about like we don't really I guess we're all we feel like we're, everyone's feeling it so we don't want to bring it up because it'll make us upset maybe but um it's kind of hard because there isn't many international students at the moment yeah definitely but then when you meet someone who's also an international student you get kind of excited because you can relate to them is there anyone that you went to school with in Singapore over here yeah there is actually see that would be There's, quite cool yeah no it's really like we we weren't really that close at school but then because she's here now we've gotten closer and it's really good having someone that you can just like relate to yeah because they understand yeah no that would be really nice um speaking of communities and all of that mm-hmm. you have had a little bit of a change recently and you're where you've been living like residential wise has changed and you moved basically down the road from one college to another mid-year so you had your first semester at a college at ANU and then decided you wanted to move somewhere else why what influenced that decision well I always thought that like I always kind of wanted to be in a catered community just because um like I felt that meal times were so important and like a really good place to be able to get to know everyone and not just talk to people in your like with your friends but also like who you like third years or like second years who you don't really like associate with and I just was really wanting more of like um because I was at a self-catered college before right and I just felt like I really like being around people and especially a smaller college is what I really like and I feel like going like being away from home before made me like know what kind of sense of community that I wanted to go into yeah and I just felt like felt like that's that was more me yeah definitely I I knew like what I wanted I knew what was more more me that's why I chose another college so for context everyone Jess was at my college which is a self-catered college and Jess and I, I feel like we've been friends pretty much since the get-go. Yeah. And I remember we were still pretty early on. Like, I feel like we were in our first few weeks and Jess kind of came to me and was like, I think I might go and move to another college next semester. Do you remember this? I feel like it was <laughs> in, yeah. It was literally so early. Like, that wasn't my my vibe. I just... Yes. Knew. And that was... And it wasn't because, like you felt like you had a lot of nice friends here and for the most part like there was like a lot of like good things about it but you just felt like this isn't the right vibe for you Mm. and you just were getting energy from another place that you couldn't really find here at your other residency um which I thought was really crazy that you kind of just like knew and you knew how you felt and what you wanted to do but it was quite a hard decision for you to actually decide whether you wanted to leave or not and I think mm. for a lot of people 
who are either going to go to a college or are out of college and they're not sure about it. I think it can be a really hard decision to actually make that move, especially seeing as you had friends and you had people. Yeah. So I think that's the hardest bit because I've made like you and I've like I've made such amazing friends at my old college that it was almost like I felt like I was gonna lose touch with those friends. Yeah. But to be honest, coming to this new college, it's just like I've still, I literally see you all the time. Yeah, literally, like, every single day we see each other. It's just like, I just made more friends. Like, I'm not going to lose any friends. Yeah. I'm literally down the road from you. Definitely. And I, but I think it can be, before you leave, I think it can be really hard to leave. Yeah. I, it was so stressful before because I, like, when you, when I was, like, first, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, am I making the wrong decision? Like, am I just basing this off, like, my imagination? Like, am I not actually wanting this? But then, like, realising that, like, I feel like I knew, like, I knew myself and I knew that, like, what would fit, what college would fit me more and that's what kind of made me want to move because I was, I knew I was looking for a more social and especially catered college as well. Yeah. And with, like, people who might be considering coming or maybe moving to a college or, like, coming to ANU next year, what would you tell them to consider and what would you tell them to look for? Um, well, I just think, um, like, know yourself. Like, know if, you, if, you feel, if you're more social and if you're, you know, if you like being around people, if you get your energy from being around people definitely go to a place where you know it's smaller or there are more if you know that there are more events like go to that college like I think you've got to know yourself and your personality a lot and don't just pick it because your friends go there like go because it makes you happy and if you want you know if you like your alone time and if you want you know a self-catered place you like to cook your own things like go that's that's where you want to go go there but it also yeah it would definitely help um you know, going online and just having a look, especially with the building as well, because I find, like, a building makes such a big difference. Like, if there are so many different common rooms, I guess it's harder for, like, a lot of, like, that make a lot of people spread out. If the tables in the dining halls are circles, I feel like there'll be a lot of groups. Just, like, one table, then, like, everyone would sit on, like, one table. Yeah. Little things like that. And if you want, like, you know, like, the rooms, like, if you're interested in that, have a look at that. No, that's that's so true, especially the knowing yourself. I think that's really, really mm-hmm. important when choosing where you want to go because, in like, I feel like we are a good ex- example. Like, you get your energy off other people. You love being around people all the time. You love being social, whereas I obviously like really like hanging out with friends, but then I get really tired and then need to have alone time or I'm just, like, drained so I feel like by me being in a self-catered college, you have that little bit of distance, mm. which I think I need or I'll just be really burnt out. Whereas yeah. for you, it did the opposite and it you just needed yeah. more. Yeah, it made me feel like, because I felt like when I was at, like, to be honest, like when I was at the self-catered college, I just, I hate being alone. Like, I just, I mean, like, I hate being, like, in my room. Like, I've always, like, want people around me. Yeah. Like, obviously, I want my alone time sometimes. But when I'm alone, I get more sad because I, like, will, like get my energy from other people. Like, like even this, even during this lockdown, like, I hate it because I, like, get my energy from people. Yeah. And so, like, I just knew what, like, you know, what I wanted. No, I think that's really important. It's actually so funny thinking about that because, like, 
especially during lockdown, I didn't realize how much more difficult this is for people like you and other like people that are really extroverted. Like it's just so difficult to be in your room all the time. Like you guys just feel so exhausted. Yeah, it was so weird because like when I was in my room and I was like feeling sad because I wasn't around people, I was like, oh my God, am I introverted? But then it was the opposite because I wanted to be with people. That's why I was like feeling down, I guess. So how have you been adjusting to the move so far? Um, It's been pretty good. Like I love, I love them. Well, when the meal times were a thing, like I loved it because you get to talk to so many different people and it's just such a, like, I've already felt the difference and I've already felt like this is, like, what I wanted, which is really good, especially, like, because I was really scared that, like, it wasn't what it was going to be like, but then it was, so. So you got everything out of the move that you wanted. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, it's, like, obviously, like, to be honest, like, it's hard getting to know people just because it's already been one semester and everyone's already you know made like form their groups but it's also been like nice like getting and everyone's just been so inclusive and like it's been kind of nice getting to know people and I think the lockdown to be honest has helped a little bit because going on walks with people like I feel like you wouldn't do that if it wasn't for lockdown like going on walks is such a good way to like get to know someone as well yeah so do you think the hardest part has been because everyone was there for the first semester is a little bit hard to break into some friendships um I think so I would say so but then it's also made it like there's like positives and negatives of that as well because it's also made it like like because they're friends if I get to know someone they could introduce me to more people yeah so true that makes sense so like I don't know (laughs) like I guess it's always like I knew that I would have to deal with this anyway so very positive about it all what do you think has been the hardest part of all of it oh just unpacking I hate it oh my gosh really (laughs) have you fully unpacked yet yeah I've unpacked now um the hardest thing I'm trying to think um well to be honest like getting the routine of it all like coming from a self-catered place to suddenly like a catered place and having set meal times has been pretty hard and like um um like oh I don't know I think that's that would be the hardest thing that's pretty good then clearly hasn't been too difficult not really and then or maybe like at dinner like or like lunch or stuff like after you get your food you're like I where would you sit but then like you're kind of like forced to sit like in the next open seat For anyone that might be considering making a move from their college to another, but they're a little bit scared and they're a little bit unsure whether they really want to do it, what tips would you give to them? Um, Well, definitely you can message me if you like, if you want to talk about it. Um, Jess Sabaran (laughs) on Facebook. But I think like if you know yourself and you know that you'd be because for me, I was thinking I like I knew that I was going to be happier someone somewhere else, and knowing that you know, you haven't, like, lived your full potential and, like, you know, knowing that you're going to be happier somewhere else. Like, I hated that thought and I was like, why didn't I just make the change? Why aren't I just doing something about it? And that's, you know, like, knowing yourself is the most important thing. And, yeah, and especially, like, I think you should do your research. And, like, I went to, like, all the different colleges and I, like, got a tour of it, spoke to people who went there 
And I think speaking to the people is the main thing. And I think it's also important. Like, it doesn't mean one thing or the other. Like, you still come over and you've still got all your close Mm. friends here and you still, like, hang out with everyone. It doesn't mean you're going to lose people. It only means that if you don't put in effort. It's going to happen. Yeah. Like, the worst thing is that you make more friends and that's a good thing. Yeah. And even if in the off chance someone does move and then decide, oh, they're not really liking it. Well, you can just move somewhere else the next semester. Like, it really isn't, yeah, the end of the world. For the first few weeks, it's going to be hard. Like, it's not easy. It's going to be so good in the long run. Yes, I agree. That is very wise advice, Jess. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. Thank you, Lucy. You've done an amazing job answering all my questions. I've loved having you on. It's okay. And if you guys ever want to talk about moving or if you're struggling from like homesickness, you can always message me if you need. Oh, that's so nice. Hey guys, it's Lucy here. I am back for the final segment of today's episode, which is the hack of the week. More specifically, the uni hack of the week. And you're probably thinking... Lucy, what makes you qualified to be giving us hacks about uni? I don't know. I'm not. Basically, I'm not, is what I'm trying to say. So take these with a grain of salt because it actually could be really bad advice. But you never know. I could be more insightful than we all think. So I wanted this hack to be COVID isolation based because... This is the uni life we are now living, unfortunately. So I had to scrap my previous ideas. So what I came up with, this is the big, exciting uni hack of the week, is if you put your camera on when you're in Zoom classes and you have to go into a breakout room, it makes it less awkward. I... See, that seems wrong. And For so long, I hated having my camera on in Zoom classes. I always had it off. I always had my mic off. I was that person that just would never speak. It makes it worse. Like, since I've been putting my camera on, the breakout rooms are a little bit less painful because you and there's always one other person with their camera on have a little chat because you know that they're actually there. The blank screens could have literally no one sitting behind them. And I have noticed when you have your camera on, it just is less awkward. I don't know. The conversations were always better in the ones that people had, at least one or two people had their cameras on. So that is my hack. Is that even a hack? I don't know. I just, when I thought of this, I was like, what is the worst part that I've been struggling with that needs to get better uni-wise? And it's 100% this week, 100%. Breakout rooms. They have been literal torture. Like, I can't tell you. Like, they were just so dead silent. Like, some people just would refuse to speak. And it's just so uncomfortable. Last year, it literally got to the point when we were back in COVID, the midst, the peak of COVID last year, when everything was on Zoom. If my tutor was like, okay, time to get in breakout rooms, I would literally just shut my laptop and go back to bed. Like, that's not good so my hack is turn your cameras on please please it makes it so much better it's so bad if everyone's just there dead silent 
even though I do it. So like, who am I even to speak? But that is my uni hack. Take it or leave it. Maybe it's bad advice. Maybe you're like, no, I don't want to put my camera on, which I get because half the time I don't either. But that is this week's hack. And I hope maybe for one person, they're like, okay, Lucy said to put the camera on. So you know what? I will today. And that's enough for me. That is enough for me. Anyways, that is a wrap of episode one of Let's Be Candid. Thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. I hope you really enjoyed and got something out of it. I will be back next week for another episode. I would give you a little sneak peek about what it's about, but I haven't got that far ahead in my life. So yeah, thanks guys.